Hello and welcome to the Southside Church podcast. For more information about Southside Church located in Cape Town, South Africa, visit southsidechurch.co.za. We hope that you enjoy the message. Hello. Today we are starting a new series that will continue for the next few weeks and it's called Re-Engineer, The Art of Rising Strong. And our anchor verse for this series is Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 to 27 in God's word. It says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is like a wise person, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. We all want to live lives of rising strong in success. And very often we will look at those in our world that we feel have attained the success we are striving for. And we look at their visually big lives um, seeking ways to get to that very same place. It seems to be a point at which we are fulfilled and have everything we need. Yet it's interesting that statistics tell us that many people that get to this point of success are unable to stay there. The American show host and businessman Dave Ramsey claims the divorce rate among lottery winners in America is fourfold the national average and that 65% of lottery winners are bankrupt within 15 years. Someone who's won the lotto looks visually like they have succeeded, like they're at the top of the ladder. Their lives seem to be built big. Yet these statistics tell us that from this place at the top, they end up falling right down to the bottom. And this is because success built without strong foundations can't be sustained. This is because when we have the visual success on the sand without the appropriate foundations on the rock, we cannot rise strong out of the storms. And there are many people that live their lives determining victory based on visual success while their foundations are inadequate. And when the visual success fails... They never rise again because they were never the foundations available upon which to rebuild, re-engineer and rise from the ashes. In contrast to people that have that experience, God's word describes what the life of a Christ follower should look like in these situations. And in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 to 9, it says, We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. You see, Proverbs 24, 16 in the Passion Translation of God's Word explains, For the lovers of God may suffer adversity and stumble seven times, but they will continue to rise over and over again. And so the question we need to ask ourselves is not if we will manage to avoid the storms of life, but what foundations our lives are built on. So often... Our focus and energy go into building a life of success while failing to ensure that we have the foundation on which to sustain it. 
And this series is about re-engineering the foundations of our lives to sustain the success that God wants to bless in our personal lives. The construction of the Leaning Tower of Pisa began on August 1173. The Tower of Pisa is the church's bell tower and it's a famous building that many of us will know about. It began to lean by the time its builders got to the third story in 1178 because the foundations were insufficient for the soft soil on which it was built. The next stories were built slightly taller on the short side of the tower in an attempt to compensate for the lean. However, the weight of the extra floors caused the edifice to sink further and lean more. I want you to understand that you and I will never rise stronger if we're trying to use methods for success in order to repair faulty foundations. Trying to control external things from causing you to fall is not sufficient. You see, in order to rise up, we need to start by digging down to lay foundations first. It's interesting because as they go on to give us the history of the Tower of Pisa, they say that over the years, engineers concluded that the best way to preserve the Leaning Tower of Pisa was not to try and straighten it with external force on the building, but to focus on the ground it was built on. As soon as they did this, they saw positive results that led to the preservation of the tower and a straightening of 44 centimeters, returning it to its 1838 inclination. In order for you and I to rise strong and live in the stability of God's purposes without being derailed, often requires re-engineering our foundations, just like the Tower of Pisa. We all lay some form or have laid some form of foundations upon which we live our lives today, but usually it leaves us lopsided and so some re-engineering is required. Augustine of Hippo, one of the early church fathers, said, do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You plan a tower that will pierce the clouds. Lay first the foundation of humility. You see, pride wants the visual success to be seen, while humility embraces the vitally important unglamorous labor of laying foundations first. And we want to go on the journey of re-engineering our foundations so that we can embrace the success that God wants to bless. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines foundations as a basis such as a tenet, principle, or axiom upon which something stands or is supported. We want our lives to stand on the basis of kingdom principles. Because like Matthew 7.24 that we read earlier said, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. We're going to be looking at the wisdom books of Scripture, and specifically at the book of Proverbs. And each week we're going to take one kingdom principle from the book of Proverbs and apply it to the way we build the foundations of our personal lives. Stephen R. Covey wrote in his book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The personal power that comes from principle-centered living is the power of a self-aware, knowledgeable, proactive individual unrestricted by the attitudes, behaviors, and actions of others or by many of the circumstances and environmental influences that limit other people. When we live on the foundation of God's kingdom principles, we rise strongly in the storms that limit others.
There's a famous lighthouse called the Bishop Rock Lighthouse. Before 1847, many ships were wrecked on Bishop Rock around the Scilly Isles. This was when James Walker, chief engineer to Trinity House, began construction on a lighthouse in 1847. However, before the lamp could be installed, the lighthouse was swept away in the storm of the 5th of February, 1850. Undeterred, Walker began a second lighthouse in 1852. This time he chose a circular granite tower with interlocking dovetailed blocks. Granite was brought from quarries um, totaling 2,540 tons, and the structure was completed in 1857. The light was then exhibited for the first time on the 1st of September, 1858. However, the lighthouse was still not strong enough to resist the sea, and some of the granite blocks split. In 1881, Walker's successor, James Douglas, began extensive strengthening. They relooked at the foundations, which were enlarged uh, with a cylindrical uh, base. Um, There was new granite that was added, and it was secured to 38 millimeter diameter metal bolts that were put into the rock. The remainder of the tower was encased in a granite sleeve around one meter thick and extended into a new top section that raised the light to 43.6 meters above mean high water. The additional weight of granite was 3,270 tons. A new lantern was put in and to this day, the lighthouse operates. It's interesting that in the darkest storms, this lighthouse stands because its foundations were re-engineered regardless of the many setbacks in the process. And today it leads with a light when others are in dark storms. It's not held back by the situations that limit others, where storms might sink the ships in the lives of people around us. We are able to rise strong and be a light and a testimony to the world around us. Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 in God's word, it says that you are the light of the world. We need to recognize that our ability to be the light to the world is not determined by situations, but the condition of our foundations. And the process of us building strong foundations on the rock is going to involve re-engineering some of the rhythms of our everyday lives to align with God's kingdom principles. And that means that often we will have to put our feelings aside to apply new disciplines. Matthew 7.24 that we've read says, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise. Very often wisdom will follow what doesn't always feel nice. Because wisdom knows that following what God wants rather than what I prefer leads me to a life of rising strong. Proverbs 14 verse 12 in the Bible says, There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. And usually for you and I as human beings, we prefer the path of least resistance. We would rather follow our feelings than perhaps submit our feelings to the will of God. Research professor Brene Brown in her book Rising Strong says, we move what we are learning from our heads to our hearts through our hands. 
That means sometimes our hands need to move in obedience to kingdom principles when our hearts feel resistant. This is important for us to note because building our lives on strong foundations involves experiencing the messy middle between the sand that we are enjoying and the rock we are digging toward. To re-engineer our foundations requires doing things our feelings may resist. In James chapter 1 verse 22 to 25 of God's word it says, But don't just listen to God's word, you must do what it says. Otherwise, you're only fooling yourselves, for if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. You see, God wants to bless your success by anchoring your achievements on the foundation of his truth. God wants to bless your success by anchoring your achievements on the foundation of his truth. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 11 to 14 speaks into this truth when it says, Wisdom is even better when you have money. Both are of benefit. As you go through life, wisdom and money can get you almost anything, but only wisdom can save your life. You see, it tells us in Matthew uh, uh, chapter 7 that the wise man builds his house on a rock. There are times where you will need to have the foundation strong because the success will not be sustained. And that's why it says only wisdom can save your life. It then goes on and says, accept the way God does things for who can straighten what he has made crooked. Enjoy prosperity while you can. But when hard times strike, realize that both come from God. Remember that nothing is certain in this life. That verse ends saying nothing is certain in life. You see, the storms will come, but when your foundation is strong because you've built with wisdom, you get to be a lighthouse in the darkness instead of a ship wrecked on the rocks. Let us remember the words of Augustine of Hippo when he said, Do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You plan a tower that will pierce the clouds. Lay first the foundation of humility. Will you put down any pride that simply wants visual success? And will you with humility embrace the vitally important unglamorous labor of laying the right foundations first?